Hey, this is Michael Emery. Thanks for tuning into the Slow Baja. This podcast is powered by Tequila Fortaleza, handmade in small batches, and hands down, my favorite tequila. Have you asked your doctor if Baja is right for you? Do you have a prescription that you're itching to get filled? Well, Slow Baja has the answer. I've got three great driving adventures coming up. You can check them out at the new adventures tab at slowbaja.com. First up is the Nora Baja 500, September 28th to October 1st. The Slow Baja Safari class is the happiest class inside of the happiest race on earth. You can get more information at slowbaja.com adventures. And when you're ready to sign up, it's at nora.com, N-O-R-R-A.com. Sign up for the Slow Baja Safari class in the Baja 500. Next up, October 15th through the 20th, I am so excited to announce the Slow Baja Vintage Expedition. This first-of-its-kind vintage off-road gathering is for vehicles 1993 and older and bikes 1980 and older. I'm not going to tell you any more about the bikes because I've teamed up with Adam Sheard at Speed Deluxe and the bike side is already sold out. So you can't come on a bike. You got to come on a four-wheel vehicle. It does not need to be four-wheel drive. If you've got a Manx buggy, if you've got a Baja bug, if you've got a VW thing, if you've got a Safari-style 911, I think you can make it. And if you can't, we're going to have somebody nearby to help you through the hard parts. It's for 1993 and older vehicles, and I'm probably going to let a few newer rigs in if they look like a 1993. So all of you 80 series Land Cruiser guys, you're in. All of you Land Rover Defender owners, well, nobody's probably bringing a Land Rover Defender to Baja anymore. If you got a Land Rover Defender, you're in. Land Rover Discovery, you're in. Land Rover Classic, Range Rover Classic, short wheelbase, long wheelbase, you're in. G-Wagons. The older the better, but let me know what you want to bring. We've got five days of great dirt drives, lunch stops at my favorite taco stands, and when we get back to camp at night, it's cold craft beer and chef-prepared meals. We're going to watch the sun set. We're going to watch the sky go dark. There's going to be about a billion stars. We're going to sip fine tequila around a campfire, and if this sounds like the way you want to experience Slow Baja, you better hit me up quick at slowbaja.com slash adventures. That's right, slowbaja.com slash adventures for the Slow Baja Vintage Expedition. The third adventure to tell you about is the Slow Baja Rally. It's February 23rd through March 3rd, 2024. This slow roll through Baja is a loose one. You can do this drive any way you want in anything you want. From a sprinter van to a Vespa, it's all about going slow and saying hello. Fewer miles, more smiles. We're going to have a nice layover for a couple of days in Loreto. There's going to be a one-day mule packing trip, a one-day water trip, weather cooperating, a one-day volunteer project. If this sounds like something that interests you, you want to get to camp early, you want to cook, you want to share, you want to craft up a cocktail or share a brew, this is the trip for you. More info's at slowbaja.com slash adventures, slowbaja.com slash adventures for the Slow Baja Rally. Yes, we're good. Hey. It's uh, Slow Baja. Yes. And we have a travel talk, and I'm here with... Fine Lara, and we're at the beautiful uh, Seven Crowns Hotel on yes. the Malecon in La Paz, beautiful La Paz, and uh, we are outdoors, fifth floor balcony. You've got some street noise, you've got some restaurant noise in the background. There's a beautiful uh, bar here and, and, and restaurant, and folks are having their breakfast. It's 9.30 in the morning on a, on a beautiful weekend. There's a big fiesta 
last night. And I'm just excited to be here and tell people about this beautiful spot. So can you just tell me um, a little bit of the history of this beautiful hotel and a little bit about La Paz and what was happening and the, the history of this amazing place? Thank you. So this is our second hotel. We have another one in Cabo San Lucas. This was the second location and it has probably around 20 years. It was, I have to say, it was from my grandfather's. He did this hotel a few years ago and now it's a family business. Um, We're making some changes. We love this place. The restaurant actually where we are right now, it's probably two years old. There was a renovation a a few years ago and we didn't have this view before and now I think it's a beautiful view. Our um, guests love it. I think it's one of the best things about the hotel. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's right here on the bay. It's stunning. You've got all the sailboats at anchor. Some fishing boats are going out. Beautiful Hatteras is going by, about a 50-footer. Um, you've got the dock where you take your tour if you're going to go uh, swim with the whale sharks. Yes. And it's all right here. Yes, right in front. Our, our guests usually just cross the street. And they're usually the boats to take to go to the island, to Spiritu Santo. Uh, also the whale shark um, season, it's not yet anymore, but um, also for that, it's a great place to take a tour. Yeah, it's a, it's a fabulous location. You're in the heart of it all. Ted, Ted and I left, uh, we got in late last night. We left our car in the garage. Thank you to your, your bellman. He, <laughs> he moved one car out, his car, I think, somebody's car yes. on the staff to put our car in. And we just walked down and took in the uh, the fiesta and then had a nice dinner at uh, Coyote. Is it El Coyote and Harker there? They have the the tram that goes back and forth across the alley where they send the food and the drinks from one to the other. Oh, really? At Harker, yeah. Oh, Harker, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's good fun. Do they do that, yeah, actually? They, yes. They have like a, uh, a big cart yes. that's suspended in the air and they, they wheel the, the, the food, food and the drink from one restaurant to the other. I think the kitchen and bar is in one and the seating yes. is in the other. So it's very fun. Yes. But what I'm getting to is you're right here in the heart. Yes. And this is a beautiful hotel, nice nice room. And, and tell me about a little bit about the history and your family and how this this place came together. So actually my grandfather was from Rosalia. He spent uh, many years there in Rosalia. He says it was his best time of his life. And then I think because of uh, business, he had to move to La Paz a few years later. And then his father was the owner of some properties. Yes. And um, he got some. And he was, I think he was a businessman and he had this vision for La Paz. So he thought someday, he was not into hospitality, but he thought someday this was going to be worth it. And I think he, he had a good idea. He had a good vision. Yes, he sure. had a good vision for sure. For sure. <laughs> yes. So let's get into some details. How many rooms? Uh, it's almost 60. Almost 60. Yes. We usually keep two. Uh, we don't sell two rooms uh, just in case something happens we have to make sure we keep two rooms in case we need to move another guest from in case slow baja comes along (laughs) exactly begging for rooms (laughs) yeah no thank you there was a big fiesta on as i said four times already what about the noise was it good last night i think you know it's uh it's part of being in a city yes you know it's part of being in a city we're not in the country here yes there's excitement going on can you tell me about um what we experienced last night, it's a, it was a huge anniversary of uh, La Paz. Is that what I have? Do I have that right? 
Yes, that's right. Um, every year there's a celebration for the anniversary of Laplace, and this weekend was the celebration. There was also a famous singer, Ray Lee, who came to Laplace also. They actually, there was an event on um, Friday right in front of us. I mean, people are not looking, but there's a place called El Mogote, pretty famous here in La Paz, and there was a big local event. The singer came. Um, it's nice to have those types of, of events because um, I think we have a beautiful place and having people come from another places to promote and having something to do on the weekend, something exciting. Every time I think um, the tourism, it's having more type of events like this and it's it's fun it's it's good for us also for i mean the whole hotels and hospitality industry that's nice yeah you know my experience in coming to la paz is usually around an event so usually a car uh, yes. off-road racing event and so the times i've been to la paz recently the town has been you know taken over to some degree the malacon anyways has been taken over to some degree with the um, baja 1000 nora 1000 what have you last night we were the only gringos walking around, Ted yes. and I. It was, it's, and that's what I really love about La Paz. It is a very Mexican, for Mexicans city. Yes. And everything is here, whatever you need. You've got this beautiful Malacón, which we've mentioned. You've got incredible rich richness of sea life and being able to take a, a tour, swim with the whale sharks, see the, the sea lions, yes. uh, and, and um, take a walk here. This is this is an interesting place. Uh, maybe you can help me. What what's happening here? This is almost the only place that I see in Mexico where the local people are walking their dogs on a leash. They're they're in their exercise gear. They're running up and down the Malacón. It's a very different spot. You see some of that in Ensenada. I don't spend a little enough time in Tijuana to to be able to say. What, do you, what can you tell me about the spirit here? Yes. In La Paz and the people. That's that's interesting. That's interesting. I've wondered the same because um, maybe in Cabo there's a lot more people. Here we are having more people, but you don't seem that crowded yet. It's pretty quiet, pretty local. Still, you have um, a lot of tourism, but just keeps being quiet and calm. And you can do that. You can go for a run. You can the locals. You can meet people at some restaurants sometimes. That's interesting. I don't know what would happen. I mean, in the future. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of things growing. Um, rooftops are opening, restaurants are opening. So who knows what's going to happen? But hopefully we we kind of keep the same vibe. Yeah, the vibe and the charm. Yes. The vibe and the charm is strong here in La Paz for sure. The vibe and the charm. Um, getting back to this beautiful space that we're in, your rooftop um, restaurant bar overlooking the incredible um, beauty of the harbor here. I know it gets hot. Yes. So t please tell me what is the, the high season here? What is the low season? And what should people plan for when they're coming to stay here or come to visit La Paz? Okay. So September, I do not recommend um, because of the hurricanes. We have hurricane season. So usually it can be tricky. I mean, not every year there's a hurricane, but usually people do not want to take that uh, risk. Um, November, December, January, February, beautiful months. If you like cold weather, I think it's nice. Um, then it's changing. Uh, spring break, it's also nice, a little bit more warm. And then from July, it starts to get warm. If you like hot weather, 
come from July, August is pretty hot. Uh, but some people do like, um, they prefer to spend a day on the boat with the sun right on them. Um, so it depends what you like. Um, this season we had many Canadians. I was pretty surprised. Uh, on on our cold weather, of course, they come from yeah, much snowbirds. colder. Yes. Snow, snowbirds, <laughs> yes, they need to get away. Yes, um, but it was. I was amazed. There were many Canadians. I was pretty surprised. They spent a lot of uh, time here. Well, it's a nice place to spend some time, that's yes. for sure. And um, it's pretty interesting because many of them, they were looking also for a place to live, which it's also, I don't know, it says something, right? Um, we'll see how that, if we were going to have more Canadians in the future. Uh, that's interesting, I think. They're very nice people. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Well, tell me a, a few things. Um, I won't keep you for the entire morning. Tell me a few th of your favorites. So, obviously, people are going to come and stay in this beautiful hotel. You've got, you know, access to everything within walking distance. Tell me a little bit about the places you're going to go out. Yes. We love Toro Santos. Anytime we have visits, we go to Toro Santos. We like going to for a place to eat there. And tell my listeners, Slow Baja uh, community, about how far of a, uh, a drive is that? Of course. It's around 45 minutes to one hour, depends. Uh, it's not that far. We usually recommend our guests, if they can, to rent a car so they can move around the beaches here um, in La Paz and also go to Toro Santos. Um, it's a nice place to go. It's still pretty small. It's not that big. It's just if you want to spend a few hours um, in some place different, take a road. I think that's nice to, you know, be with your friends. Um, get your car and put some music on and go to Dos Santos, have a nice meal and then come back to La Paz. It's, an, it's a good thing to do. Um, I think in that aspect, there are many places that are uh, we're getting here in La Paz around, not exactly in the city, but around the area. So people like to, because at the end of the day, it's a small city. So sometimes it's going to the beach or what else do, you, do we do, right? So it's nice to take a, a car and go to a place um, to eat and enjoy the road, right? Because in the cities, you cannot do that. But here- There's some traffic here. You, exactly, you can do that and just enjoy the desert or the ocean view. Well, Ted and I, uh, our last stop last night was uh, El Triunfo. Oh, yeah. Which is just a charming little <laughs> town. We really love it. But some yes. interesting things are going on there because, yes. you know, it's um, the old silver mining place and a lot of the beautiful old colonial buildings. It's only one yes. street, two streets, something, yes. you know, it's very small. But some some things, you can see the investment. Some things have yes. gone on there. Very nice little bakery. And I'll shout out Consuelo at La Pasadita. She's, she's I think, my favorite um, cook, restaurant owner in all of... Really? all of Baja. She has <laughs> such a beautiful smile and and uh, welcomes us in El warmly. Triunfo, right? In El Triunfo, right across from the church. Shout yeah, out. Stop in, folks. If you're uh, in El Triunfo, stop in and see Consuelo and tell her that Slow Baja Center <laughs> sent you. Uh, she calls me Senor Robusto, but um, anyways, enough. We uh, what, I, what I'm getting to is there. there's a lot to do in La Paz, and as somebody who's doing great driving adventures, Whatever you need here, you can find. If you need to have your car fixed in any way, new car dealers, big box stores, all sorts of repair, great seafood, 
beautiful location. Yes, it's very hot in the summer, but that also coincides with some very good fishing. Yes. So some people come in the, in July and August because the fishing is very good. Yes. Well, let's wrap it up. You have, I think, the most Instagrammed beach in all of uh, Baja, <laughs> just just down the way. Yes. Do you want to talk a bit, little bit about that natural beauty here? Valandra. Yeah. Beautiful place. Um, gets pretty crowded, so um, take that into account when you come visit La Paz. Um, they usually have a capacity on high season, uh, but it's a beautiful place. Next to it is Tecolote. Um, it's also worth it, but the view, in my opinion, Balandra gets the best one. Beautiful place, and you can also do hiking. I don't know if you've done it before, Not if yet, you know no. about it. Uh, it's like 25-minute walk and then 25-minute going down, back. Uh, beautiful thing to do, either on the, in the morning or at the sunset. It, it's worth it. It's good to do that. It's a nice place to do it. Well, we're going to end it there on the view because the view here is pretty nice, folks. So I'm going to say Slow Baja approved the Seven Crowns in the heart of La Paz at the, at the pier, the tour boat pier right there in, in front um, of the Malacón. And what's the best way for people to find out about this hotel? Tell me about your social media websites, all of that. So we are Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on Google also, Booking, and find us at Hotel Seven Crown. Uh, we have one location in Cabo San Lucas, and we have two locations here in La Paz. We have one on the boardwalk, and we have another one at downtown. Uh, downtown, it's a little bit more familiar, I think. If you like a little bit more uh, the ocean view, um, you can do Malecon if you like restaurants. Um, downtown, it's a good good place and if you want pool we have a pool over there uh, so each hotel has its own um, thing right uh, beautiful both and thank you um, Slow Baja for coming we appreciate and we love that you do this with La Baja it's so we're, nice we're trying to keep Baja slow yes keep it that way please all right well thank you uh, Fine. it's really a lovely uh, morning here nice to meet you nice to stay in this beautiful property i hope we get to stay downtown next time because we do love restaurants and we do love to see more yes and i think again the there's an awful lot happening here so seven crowns check it out slow baja approved and we're going to get on the road to see sal fish and then on to loretto so thanks finey for making some time and telling us about this beautiful property thank you thank you we did it great easy you're still smiling easy yes easy yes all right Here at Slow Baja, we can't wait to drive our old land cruiser south of the border. And when we go, we'll be going with Baja Bound Insurance. Their website's fast and easy to use. Check them out at BajaBound.com. That's BajaBound.com, serving Mexico travelers since 1994. Big thanks to my new sponsor, Nomad Wheels. They stepped up and sponsored the Slow Baja Safari Class at the Nora Mexican 1000. And I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but Slow Baja is running a set of 501 convoys in utility gray, and they look pretty damn sharp. They were a little shiny. I will admit that they were a little shiny when uh, I got them installed at Basil's Garage just before the Nora Mexican 1000. But after, I don't know, 3,800 miles of Baja dirt, they look perfect. They really do. Nomad wheels.com that's right check them out reflecting a minimalist approach to off-road travel nomadwheels.com you know i'm a minimalist when it comes to baja travel but the one thing i don't leave home without is a good old paper map 
My favorite is the beautiful, and I mean beautiful, Baja Road and Recreation Atlas by Benchmark Maps. It's an oversized 72-page book. It's jammed with details. It brings the peninsula's rugged terrain into clear focus. Get yours at benchmarkmaps.com. In fact, get two. One for your trip planning at home and one for your Baja rig. And while you're at benchmarkmaps.com, you got to check out all their other atlases. I think they're up to 17 now, including British Columbia. They've got folding maps. They've got digital maps. They've got giant wall maps. My favorite, and I've got it up on my wall right here at Slow Baja HQ, is the 30-inch by 46-inch Baja wall map. It's so great to just look at one thing see the entire peninsula there. I love it. Benchmarkmaps.com. Slow Baja approved. If you enjoy these sort of intimate conversations, they take time. Time is money, they tell me. I don't know. <laughs> um, but what I'm going to ask you to do is do drop a taco in the tank. It makes a huge difference to me to keep this show on the road. It really is a tiny little shoestring operation, and I greatly appreciate the support that uh, the listeners um, uh, share with me. So please take a second, drop a taco in the tank, and uh, drop a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. Head over to the Slow Baja dot com uh, slash store check out the slow baja store you're gonna have to rifle through the bins it's it's nearly sold out there that's right to uh, the nora 1000 i'm broke i'll just freely admit that i haven't had a chance to replenish the store so dig around see if there's a shirt in your size a couple of hats left sweatshirts uh, stickers i appreciate you um repping slow baja this summer uh, June gloom sale. You folks in San Diego can still get your sweatshirts uh, a few bucks off on those if you can find one that fits you. And I always appreciate filling those orders, sending you a little handwritten note saying thanks, stuffing a couple stickers in there. So again, thanks for repping Slow Baja. I'll be back next week with something fun. And to uh, quote Mary McGee's pal, Hall of Famer, Mary McGee, her pal Steve McQueen, Baja lover, who said something to the effect of Baja's life. Anything that happens before or after is just waiting.